1: Can you hear me? I can hear me. You?
2: Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear you? Got some uh, technical things we're dealing with pre-show. Pretty standard for the BM, <laughs> but it's that time. It's the sour hour on the Brewing Network. I'm your host Jay at the Brewing Network Studios in downtown Concord. Uh, here with Bevo. Bevo's in the house. Hey Bevo. Hi Bevo. And Scott's here too. Hey. Bevo's on the move to. Get it? Give me that the Instagram angles. You know what I'm talking
1: about. Yeah, where like hot. Make him look good. Yeah,
2: the that's the best filter right there. Just a,
1: a Kleenex right in front oh, yeah, of the. Yeah, a napkin in front of the lens. <laughs> the
2: only way it's going to work for me. Let's be real. Uh, happy Beer Week, you guys! Oh, Happy SF Beer Week! It's San Francisco Beer Week here in the Bay Area. Having a great time. Lots of events. Uh, you know, behind the curtain, it's very exhausting oh, and man. crazy.
1: No, uh, what, you guys just party, right? You ju- you guys just, you're professional partiers, is that it? I mean, yes. I mean, kind of.
2: Yeah. A lot of work, and it's exhausting, but a lot of fun. And another great thing is that we have a lot of uh, great friends and great brewers come into town, which includes our guest today, Andrew Schwartz from Modern Times is on Heck the show. Yeah. Excited. And in the studio. So they're out at the... Uh, Brewing Network Studios Green Room right now. Just getting a little lubed up. Getting loose. Yeah, so we're going to keep it keep it tight off the top.
1: Yes, we are. But we're not too tight, though. We have a very important beer to talk
3: we're gonna about. We're
2: going to keep it loose and tight at the same time. Hmm. Yeah, think about it. To the math. Uh, uh, Is that, like, in... firm? Yeah, yeah, let's go with but, that. But also super yeah.
1: pudgy and loose. Actually, you know what? So Bevo, time.
2: I feel like... You know, you've been around, Bevo, but like we <laughs> the have... block what? Where are no.
3: you going with that?
2: <laughs> wow, you really took that leap. I did. That's Sorry, not where I was going. I'm in a silly
3: mood today. <laughs>
2: that's excellent. Silly. Um, I would love to bring back more information today with more really information. More. Yeah, are you down? I'm down. So, well, full disclosure, my information comes directly from Wikipedia. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. So, unless we can beat it, maybe the first one is best word for both loose and tight at the same time. I'm right, going. Well, you have and now, like three seconds. And now, more
0: information with me, Beverly Moore.
2: I miss it. Yeah, I do it's miss like it. My fa- it's actually my favorite part of the show. It's so. the best <laughs> part of the show. I haven't you, been
3: here for a couple shows, have I?
2: No, you have not. Hmm. I mean, again, so you've been around, but it's like you, sorry, <laughs> you've been reasonably present.
0: Just stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'll just move on. Uh, anyway, uh, you can join us in the chat. Send us feedback during the week. Scott at the Brewing dot com. Jay at the Brewing Network dot com. Watch us. The Brewing Network dot com slash TV. Uh, no more phones because, you know, it's 2019. Landlines are dead. If we do want a phone call, how would ah, we take it? Hmm. We're thinking like Skype. Yeah, Skype. So sometimes our guests are not in studio and we talk to them on Skype. So there might be some technical issue so we're not making any promises but
1: i think maybe that's what we can do brewing network all one word brewing network on skype if you want to call in it's kind of a throwback i mean there were skype calls she's not listening Oh, that's, I'm sorry. That, that's I'm making more now. information. No, it, oh, oh, she's I, right, I was just sorry. saying the Skype thing is a that's throwback. Bad job this, this, we we took Skype calls ten years ago on yeah. the show, and then it went to the landlines mm-hmm. for a long time, and then now we're sort of back full circle. I think so it
2: only went to the landlines so that they could have like they could ruin my life and make me have to filter through them.
1: It was fun to watch it, <laughs> it was you know.
2: So
4: painful Steve spinning
1: plates back there. It was great. At least that's so we're not going to screen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we'll just take them live, dude. I screen these things in post anyway. Believe yeah, me, no, that's, that's a good point.
2: Uh, yeah, so feedback, listen live, Brewing Network app, search Beyond on mobile, subscribe, please. That really helps us out, as well as leaving feedback on Apple Podcast or Spotify or wherever you do that kind of thing. With that, review
4: of
1: the week. <laughs> Uh, This review comes from Fermata Brewing. Sweet nectar for the ears, it's titled. After years of listening to almost every brewing podcast out there, like The Session, which must get their name from being weak and pale, the Sour Hour takes the cake. Not only does (laughs) Jay provide knowledgeable and thorough experience to help you with your own sour program, Jay, Scott, with three Ts, and sometimes Vivo always provide a hilarious and funny platform that anybody can enjoy. I will always recommend to any. Any brewer, Sour or Clean, to listen to the Sour Hour. Keep up the great work, guys. Song recommendation, New Noise by Refused. Expect some beers soon Mm. from Paul at Fermata Brewing. Thanks, Paul. Thank you for the review, Paul. We appreciate it a lot. And let's check out his suggestion, New Noise by Refused.
2: Sounds like the beginning of "Bangarang" by Skrillex. That sounds just like bangering, Which means I love it.
1: It's hard rocking.
3: And now. There's no such
2: thing as a. Live from the Brewing Network Studios (laughs) in Concord. This is The Session.
1: Yes. It's a it's a slow build and it's definitely good for this session. Right. It's good, I like it. I want to hear bangering by Skrillex. I now, want to see how close
2: this it going. is. It's a good day when we play Bangarang. Okay, yeah, I already hear it. See, now you got to get to you got to play this out until Bangarang. I said it would be tight.
0: Cool,
1: max headroom there.
0: A full dance party Wow. I hate
1: right. it I and hate I love it, it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like it's fat and thin that's, or exactly. that's the
2: exact way to feel about it uh, alrighty well, I am jacked wow. up now <laughs> so sour beer fermented <laughs> alright alright deep breath alright uh, last show <laughs> we had a night shift brewing great guys great beers that was awesome one thing I want to mention is we're going to have a lot of, not a lot. That's I shouldn't say that. but We're going to have some beer kind of getting out of the state. Yeah, this year, Colorado. You mentioned Colorado. Check it out. We're we're going to, you know, out of state festivals every once in a while. So we'll send out like a little bit of beer with that. So uh, if you see us on the list, the festival near you, check out your local retailers and ask them if they're going to get any rare barrel and. You know, but we're not sending that much beer, so I think the good places will get them. So be sure to ask them if they're going to grab any rare barrel on these uh, shipments, and it'd be a great chance for people outside of California to to try the beer.
1: You are willing to be reached out to by by bottle shops? Can we sure. get your stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think mostly, it's not all
1: already allocated. I think that's what people would probably imagine is the case.
2: Right, right. I think it's mostly like the distributor decides, but if. They want to reach out by bottle shop people, j at the brewing Let me know. I'll forward all of those to our <laughs> <laughs> sales and marketing director yep, yep. Uh, so he can actually make that happen. Uh, and then the other new news, did you see what I did there? I did. <laughs> Is uh, today, as a matter of fact, we are releasing our very first. Beer in cans. Whoa. That's right.
1: Cans. Whoa. <laughs> oh my
2: God. Um, yeah, we, we're doing a sour IPA. It's called New New. As I told Scott before, I was like, oh yeah, we can talk about this, but I feel bad. It's like it's a very small run. It's at the tasting room only. And yeah, if it goes well, you know, we'll maybe do a, f- a few more batches and that would be great because we're really proud of this beer. In fact, so proud. The best feedback maybe I've ever gotten is that Bevo decided that number one she would taste it and then number two after she did she got a glass and then poured more for and herself I finished it. I, it more yeah,
1: yeah M-O- for herself oh yeah.
2: see what i did there uh, <laughs> <stop>
1: it. <laughs> it's the first time i've, I've seen beef ask for uh, something acidic in probably f- six years it's incredible it's been a long long yeah. time
2: my body hates me, so <laughs> I can have nice things.
1: <laughs> I, f- I felt the need to clarify. She was like, oh, can I get a little hit of that? And I was like, oh, it's know." She's like, yeah, I know. She's like, yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't even know what to think.
4: Yeah. it's actually very
2: good. <laughs> There's mean, that actually, word again, actually. actually. It's <laughs> actually. I don't mean, like, I wasn't expecting it not to be good. I was expecting it not to be the I'm best on, for me. Right. Yeah, I'm on condescension patrol at least <laughs> this time. No, but that's yeah. how we feel. Like, you know, it's been almost like a year in, make, in the making you know i got to credit give all credit to our talented staff at the rare barrel for not only pushing this but executing it and it's something we're really excited about and it's happening like later today so i'm like in full nervous mode which i don't really get nervous that often but i'm like
1: it's a new new, new it's nervous. a new frontier yeah. for you yeah yeah it makes yeah. sense i mean it's we got some in our glasses right now it's, it's really really well executed i think one of the reasons we've liked it besides from being a terrific beer is that the acidity is pretty i wouldn't even i don't know it's firm i mean it's there it's obviously a sour ipa mm-hmm. but it is balanced and not over i don't know it's just it, it the, the flavors have really melded together wonderfully
2: i want to drink a can you know yeah or two sure Um, I'm I'm not, you know, in the business of throwing shade, there's just like some sour cans out there where it's like, you you just need to share them, right? Yes. And they can be great. But this is like, I want to drink
1: the can, like, by myself. Yes, absolutely. So. It's really well done. I'm I'm excited for you guys. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um, Now, does this mean that you and Alex are going to cut a Sully and Nico-esque commercial?
2: Yeah, we'll come in. Hey, okay,
3: listen. Our lawyers yeah. say. Hey, we Alex. Have hey, hey,
2: hey, hey, listen. Our lawyers say we only have to do this one more time for the rest of the year. All right. Let's pump
1: it out. And how come you have more lines? We're supposed to have more lines. I'm the perfumer. Supposed to have oh, Jay. Okay. Hey, hey, Jay. Jay. Hey, it's and Jay. Hey, it's Jay. The 21st. I was on my Jerry Air Barrel. 32nd <laughs> <Air laughs> Street
2: uh, That's uh, right. Oh, wait too soon. Giants <laughs> Park to make great Giants Park now Oracle Park.
4: That's
0: <laughs> right. Because to us, the 21st member is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now we're doing our craft beer in cans. That's right, That's right cans.
3: Cans.
1: <laughs> cans from the rare barrel. Shout out to Sully. That's, That's right, cans. right, cans. Amazing, great guy. It's um, really well done, dude. Thank you. Let's get to a break. Get Just our guests about in here. nothing. Uh, I don't know a question or something. No, all right, we can do a break.
2: Want to thank a sponsor? Maybe WineAndHop.com, locally mm. owned and operated for over forty years. That's a long time. I haven't read that before. Most items ship within twenty-four hours, and BN listeners get. $8 flat shipping rate on orders under 25 pounds. And are being shipping in the notes field of the shopping cart. Discounts going to be taken off after checkout. And Madison, Madison Wisconsin residents, <laughs> Order your homebrew supplies online at wineandhop.com and pick them up at Working Draft Beer Company. Located on Wilson Street, right across from Central Park. We'll waive the shipping and give you half off your first beer. It's a good deal. Wine and Hop.
1: It puts the lotion on its mattest skin. I might cut that one out. And pause. <laughs> okay, let's take a break.
2: Wow. That was just, you know, sometimes you swing and miss. And that was like 10 of those times. You won't hear All any of one. this on the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to the live listeners. <laughs>
1: if only I had this uh, this this godlike ability on uh, on stones where I can just, right? like, just I just I'm perfect, you know.
2: All right, three, two, one. Huh. Good one, Scott. I'm just All right, wait, three, two, one. All right, let's get our guests in here after a quick break. You will be right back on the Sour Hour. Scott Badger. <laughs>
0: This is Jeremy from Brewery Roo. You're listening to the Sour Hour on the Brewing Network.
1: Funny you should mention Jeremy. Yeah, it's almost like I knew you guys just did something or
2: something. <laughs> Jeremy was in town hanging out. We did a little blend collab. It's good times. We were also drinking cider at a local bar uh, with tonight's guest. Oh yeah, Schwartz from Modern Times. How's it going, buddy? What's Good. up? Nice to meet you guys or see you guys. Sorry. Yeah, that was not awkward at all. Good no. job. You're off to a great start. I'm <laughs> totally,
4: totally comfortable. I'll cut it out in post, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, no, no. don't <laughs> do that again. We're gonna do like a call in from Jeremy, right? Like. Expert yeah. call in. Hopefully, he. Like what is the sour Jesus say? Yeah,
2: hopefully he's <laughs> listening to the beginning of the show where we eliminated the phone number to call in and said send people to Skype. But. Growing
1: network, all one word on Skype. Yeah. Pre-taped
2: is, is, call-in show. Yeah. Is that Hi, how Jeremy.
1: Is that how he's known in the the sour beer world? Is he just like he's, his he's Instagram he's handle, Sour Jesus? Is it really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Obviously self-appointed, so we won't. Yeah, that's whatever. It's it's his brand hashtag branding, and now it's going to blow up. Craig from Modern Times is also in the building. Hey, Craig. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having us. Well, let's get both of your official titles. I mean, I know what you guys do, but...
4: I just want to say, Craig has an incredible radio voice. Yeah. Um, i feel, I'd actually yeah.
3: been working on that and preparing for that all morning. So that was my peak. Hi. And yeah. I'm going to back up now. You were right.
4: Yeah.
2: I was going to tell you
4: to stop talking. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. What do, what do you guys do for Modern
4: Times? My official title is um, is the Commissioner of Flavor at Modern Times. Nice. Which means uh, just kind of running the special project side of, of Modern Times. Um, I work with a, a big team of people, incredibly talented team, and it's working with that team and, and working with a lot of the the barrel age stuff specifically.
1: Nice. I love how clever we're getting with the uh, the job titles. The what's you know what's printed on a business card mm-hmm. every time? I think that we've exhausted all options. Commissioner of flavor. It's pretty good. It's a good one.
3: If you can't yeah. have fun with your title, then you know that's we we, we, we should enjoy our entire job working for a brewery. And that's just where it starts. When I look at that business card, I get really happy.
1: Bam. Yeah. A little hit of dopamine uh, every time you look at it. <laughs> speaking
3: of, that, so what speaking is of that, that, my official title is I'm a sales wizard. So we have a lot of wizards <laughs> at our brewery, and I kind of help oversee our presence uh, in kind of the greater Bay Area, East Bay, South Bay, along with Santa Cruz, kind of all over Northern California. And the
2: beer
4: is so good it sells itself.
3: Well, but also yeah, they Craig. I, I, I push it along. <laughs> yeah, definitely the beer. You
4: know, it speaks speaks volumes. Yeah, the first first hundred barrels sell themselves. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rest is a grind. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, the reason you guys are
2: up here is, I mean, number one for this, obviously, but uh, number two for SF Beer Week. How's that been going for you guys so far?
4: SF Beer Week is uh, is great. I mean. Um, that's why we have Craig. He gets to do all the work. I mm-hmm. get to hang out and talk to Jay in Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> Tough gig. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. I kind of, I, I know Andrew's here. I know he's like just doing collaborations and like, you know, out drinking all the entire time. Um, and then finally it's me up. Okay. I need a ride. I'm like, all right. Chauffeur
4: on his way. <laughs> yeah. That's and we did, nice. we did one with a seller maker at their house of pizza, which mm-hmm. was incredible. And then, um, with Aaron, formerly of the rare barrel. Oh, right. Yep. Aaron, Aaron's great. And, um, and we also did one with a uh, Mike from Temescal. Never or, heard or of Temescal. him. Oh yeah, is <laughs> it where did he used to work? I don't know. Uh,
1: um, so now he's working in a restaurant.
4: I think they found him on the streets. <laughs> That's a deep guy. In Moscow. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and they had the women for women in beer uh, yeah. conference recently. And then um, SF Beer Week is uh it's inspiring. It's so cool. It's so such a great community up here. It's really nice to be up here. And then uh, Almanac today brewed with them and a few other brewers. And then very um, cool. And then just hanging out, hanging out with you guys.
2: Awesome. Sweet. Sounds like a pretty good time. And thanks for making us a part of that visit. Tell the listeners who maybe don't know as much about Modern Times as as we do in California or maybe some of the markets that you guys are in, what's Modern Times all about? And then specifically, you know, the special project program and then double specifically, obviously, the sour side of things.
4: Okay, okay. Um, Triple question. So about the whole hour um i'll take no um, so modern times and we've been on the session one time before great session um to talk about so is that it that's a podcast you know about did you know about this scott is it about poker <laughs> does that work <laughs> <laughs> um so uh modern times um it's our it's our sixth year um this year we're gonna have our sixth year anniversary we're based in san diego and we started life um, as a small brewery there and has just have just grown every year in 2017 we became an employee owned company so we're 30 percent of the company is owned by the employees and uh, that's a really big deal for for how we um, how the company runs and also just you know in general what modern times is all about um, and we distribute in California Washington Oregon Arizona a little bit outside of that and then we'll then if you see our beer somewhere like for example um, I'm from New York so my parents were like, oh, we saw your beer in Syracuse. And I was like, um, what? <laughs> so uh, occasionally we'll send a little bit of beer out to uh, different states for, for little events and stuff like that. But you know, we're a production brewery making a, a good amount of beer. You're seeing it on the shelves and in, um, in stores, convenience stores, supermarkets in California for sure. That's the production side of things. Um, the special project side is, is just as big. So we, uh, modern times since the beginning has all been, always been about kind of like, the accessibility of really good beer. So we wanted to make sure that you're able to get like stuff that we're really excited about in a store, you know, at Trader Joe's or at, um, Costco or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you might need to name one more retailer oh, shoot. to be legally. Legal. Whole Foods. There you That's, go. Sorry. think uh, you, yeah. you. you guys. Yeah. Whole Foods. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Jim's mini Mart, uh, <laughs> tornado. No. So, um, we're, we're all about that. And then, um, sorry, I know <laughs> the sales, the sales side of things. But then uh, also, we're just as as excited about the kind of um, the limited stuff, but trying to make that accessible. So we have um, this kind of club, uh, the League of League of Partygoers and Elegant People. And um, (laughs) speaking of names, that's God. God Names (laughs) so good, and they are um, kind of an Illuminati-inspired beer group, um, known for their never secret ways. Who you're talking about? The Illuminati. (laughs) It's uh, you know the Denver Airport. We don't have no no. Okay. Also, not I do <laughs> know I do know what you're talking yeah, about. yes, we, we do. also can't talk about that on air. Yeah, okay, there's gonna be yeah, a lot of yeah. things we can't talk about here. We're gonna <laughs>
3: cut out like half the show.
4: So um, anyway, so we we focus on the special projects with um, with our little club there. A good number of members now, but we do tastings with them every month. Uh, show off the beers that we're going to have for sale, do a lot of barrel aging, stouts, sours. Um, We just got some fooders that I'll talk about later, and then IPAs as well. So we're doing monthly releases of IPAs that are available in our tasting rooms, and we have a few of those now. Um, And then we have a bunch of barrel-aged stuff that we're releasing as well. So it's a Fun little project that we have. That's awesome. Scott, did you hear the pro tease there about the fooders?
2: I certainly did. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like, um oh, I'm, I'm in the middle of talking about this. We got fooders, which I'll talk about later. Oh. Moving
4: on to moving the next on. thing. More mm-hmm. That was Ooh, well done. So you have to stay till the end of the uh then maybe this part two of the podcast. Exactly. Yeah,
2: that's when we're gonna really talk about the,
4: the Illuminati.
2: Yeah. Get into conspiracies, you know.
1: Or just the truth. Or the truth. Yeah,
2: let's let's you talk decide. about something I read online. I <laughs> mean,
1: how could it be wrong?
2: That could definitely be its own podcast. I read this online. <laughs> Speaking of teases and reading things online, <laughs> read online. in the next segment, we are going to get an update from Bevo for oh, more, more information. information. She has her headphones off. She's vigorously Wikipediaing what? stuff right now. And now she's going to put her headphones on, and I'm going to stop talking about her. So <laughs> you talked about your sour... Wild program. Uh, now we have a beer open in mm-hmm. front of us, which is, I have to say, gorgeous, it's
4: wonderful. This movie. is great. This is called Celestial City, and tell us about this. Um, so Celestial City. This one is um, a batch we re- we released in December of 2017. Even before that, I think it was about a year before we- when we brewed that beer and then fermented, packaged, and then released in December 2017. But this uh, is two just, years old total. Yeah. Yeah. And this beer is 100% stainless, a malt bill with uh, with wheat, oats, flake, uh, or wheat, oats, um, spelt, and then fermented with our house cultures. So, something that we've been kind of moving towards is is fermenting some of our saisons with distinct house cultures. So we have a few different ones we have uh one that's a more of a saison we we call it like our saison culture and then we also have a, a grisette culture which our differentiation is just abv and then kind of the percentage of wheat and and rye and things like that but this is a great beer we we absolutely love this beer it's one of our favorites from the the, the special projects team the barrel team it's it's drinkable it's i think it's about seven percent six and a half percent something like that mm-hmm. and um it's just like a great showcase of our uh, culture that we have running. So I wanted to show it to you guys because it's kind of one of these beers that sticks around. Uh, we have it. it's It doesn't fly off the shelves or anything like that. But it kind of goes along with like we're, we're obsessed with lagers right now. Like we brew lagers constantly. We're brewing um, ice regularly, which is our pilsner. Um, and then we also do Baltic porters and we did like Italian style pills and stuff like that. And we're just releasing these things in cans and having them in in the tasting room. I've had all those. They're awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Um, really appreciate that. And it's like, and recently I was at, at the tasting room and I'm like, you know, I want something that's like kind of lager like, but maybe a little different. And, and I think Saison has always hit that spot for me. And I didn't really realize it until we've, started to have so many more lagers. So it's kind of like just a little bit more acidic, a little bit more flavorful, a little bit more aromatic um, than a traditional
2: pils. So. Well, it's awesome. I'm going to spend the first part of this comment just chastising people in general. Uh, you're bad. You're bad at what you decide to drink. These mixed culture beers that have so much flavor like this are what you should want they're complex they're actually like pretty accessible and available i think people chase a lot of fruit bombs and i'm you know i'm gonna get hate hate tweeted on this probably but like this beer's better than that like this is this is good so that's the first part of my statement i, mean, I'm gonna give I you hate some, everyone so
1: maybe some hate in person i love me a fruit bomb goodwin Sure, that's fine. But this Rear barrel never does fruit bombs. This yeah, never. <laughs> oh, yeah, never.
4: Fruit, fruit bombs. Hot, it's hard. Hot I, bombs. I can sure. completely understand that. And it's like something, I mean, we're going to try some, uh, hopefully we're going to try some really fruity beers sure. here. And I think that there's a place for them. And I think that also what we're trying to do is is make it so that people that are excited that are listening to the Sour Hour have an opportunity to like talk about these beers with us. Like, Absolutely. We have our, our tastings every month that we do. We try and make these things accessible. We do a few other things in the tasting rooms and then it's just all about connecting with people that are excited about this stuff. Mm-hmm. We also open every recipe up like if anyone has any information or or wants to know anything about mm-hmm. any of our beers, hit us up and we'll email back and forth and work on recipes with people and just try and, you know, there's a curiosity here that you have to have and I think I think that's a big thing that people miss.
2: So that's great. I mean, so Andrew, you make great beer. It's awesome that you're here talking with us and you're opening yourself up to, you know, share your recipes. My question is what is your phone number? <laughs> um, I stole that straight out of Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. Oh yes, yes, he started an episode and he asked that to Natalie Portman. It's uh-huh. like, so Natalie, like you're obviously a super talented actress. You're a graduate of Jesus Harvard University. You have a PhD, <laughs> and uh, you know you're gorgeous. You're wonderful. You're charitable. My first question what is your phone number <laughs> <So> like, and, <laughs> and what are you doing on friday night
1: it's always <laughs> unclear too if like if natalie has been briefed or if she even knows where she's sitting she they're always like confused like i was not my publicist did not tell me what this was
3: yeah. wasn't the obama
1: one on
4: there hillary hashtag there. yeah um, <laughs> so yes uh if you do want to contact someone personally <laughs> um <laughs> steve and michael at modern <laughs> <laughs> would be the person that you're nice. His phone number um, is out online i think <laughs> <laughs> and he's the lead coordinator and he um he, uh, he's waiting for your calls. He's online. <laughs> Same Skype. Idea. We have league coordinators online waiting for your calls. That's what we call it. So it's like the league is like the, the membership club, and they're an incredible group of people that are – you know, based in San Diego, Portland. I'm Stephen from San Diego, yeah, California. Exactly. <laughs> How may I assist you? And in
3: all honesty, actually, <laughs> I mean, we get our beer kind of, like we talked about earlier, um, through all different levels. So we, we we try to make, obviously, quality comes first, but we want to make sure we have beers that people can drink. You know, we have our special projects through the league, and these really small batch experimental beers that you, you really don't see every day. Mm-hmm. But then we have really, really amazing style, beers of all different styles um, available, kind of that we want people to be drinking. Are you trying to make a sale here? Uh, No, but (laughs) uh, where I'm going with this is uh, we want to listen to all feedback and be able to kind of provide answers to all questions. Um, And if you email info at moderntimesbeer.com, that sounds really generic, but um, I can guarantee that uh, we try to get back to every single email we receive. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them get forwarded on to me if you have specific questions about the Bay Area. Yeah. We'll be as honest and, and straightforward in our answers as we can. Hell, I think my phone number is on the response to those emails. So yeah. um so it is out there.
2: Yeah. And I, I should be clear about my point from earlier. You know, I just I'm trying to say something about you know the fruit bombs versus the more nuanced beers. Mm-hmm. And it's less about like poo pooing the fruit bombs, which are great, right? Scott, you mentioned you love them. I love them too. Yeah, I just I have noticed that sometimes the beers that don't have the overwhelming character of the ingredient get overlooked on the shelves. And if you're interested in getting into sour beer, which you're listening to 95 episodes of the Sour Hour to get this one, I assume <laughs> you, you are. Have you, have you yeah. got
4: into it yet? <laughs> I've listened to everyone. I haven't had one yet. <laughs> if you're at that point, you've got. Yeah, you just want to fall asleep just waiting for to a
2: boring information. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, to your, to your point, Jay, I mean, I know exactly what you're saying. Thank you. You're the sure. only one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's drinking hazy IPAs now. This should be right up the alley of anybody who enjoys a hazy IPA. It's, it's really just an acidic version of that. It's got all the yeah. orange, juicy, citrusy, all of the delightful aspects of those styles of beers. Mm-hmm. This has all that.
4: You're yes. right. Yeah. You're yeah. right about that. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's wrong to want the fruited stuff. It's just that um, there's other flavors that are really nice. And I think something that we've been looking at, especially with this one, this one has a fair bit of hop flavor in it that you don't necessarily notice mm-hmm. from all the other things that are going on. So there's actually Cascade in here and then some aged hops. Um, and that contributes a good amount of the flavor, yep. which is, is actually really nice. And I understand that people like hop flavors. It's an American yeah. thing. I, we make Americans grow amazing hops. We use a lot of hops. And uh, I think that this beer can like play into that as well, and the sour beer can. Yeah, for and sure. And
3: Speaking of you know the fruit kind of flavors that people are going for, the amount of complexity and fruit flavor in this beer is actually astounding, considering there Absolutely. was no fruit added. Yeah. I mean, it's you might as well you think that there there's like three or four different fruits present for sure when you drink it.
2: I would think that wow, how did you preserve this? For over two years, the hypothetical fruit flavor. So, one thing I wanted to actually key on, kind of technique wise, was you said that this is a stainless only beer. Yeah. And there's a remarkable remarkable amount of uh, complexity in here. Yeah, Kevin, take this. Take this away.
1: Yeah. Or share share, it. share it. it. Share it with everybody. With
2: the uh, green room.
1: Yeah. The green room crowd.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, remarkable amount of complexity. Really good stuff. What's your percentage of, and this is more of like a, program question i know you guys do you know things in the quick sour category i wouldn't put this in the quick sour category but it's kind of like stainless mixed culture ferment and then kind of barrel age ferment what's the like rough breakdown off the top of your head andrew of what what you guys produce there
4: it's been changing you know the last couple years like you've been saying about um clean sours versus fruited sours we definitely do more fruited sour Mm -hmm. and in the last two years our program has changed quite a bit so when modern times first started you know actually we, we worked with like Mike Tansmere the mad fermentationist and like did some did some sour stuff that was all barrel aged we didn't have fermentation space for non- barrel aged sours recently in the last two years we got stainless fermentation space for for sour and funky beer and it's changed a lot and one of the biggest things that we do and we'll try it with a few of the beers in the um, in the future here is kind of like the coupage thing where you're doing a blend of Barrel aged and new, you know, fresh sour, Mm -hmm. and um and that's been a revelation, um because you kind of get acidity, you get um oak some old character, um you get intense Brett character, but the fresh the fresh like hoppy characters that I'm talking about the fresh Brett and saison character that you get is just uh, it's incredible also and just blending those two together has made something really nice. You might have to pause
2: there for a quick second. So the the young beer that you're talking about, you're talking about young sour beer. So is that yeah. Um, Kettle, or is it just young beer that's clean that you blend in the barrel aged beer with?
4: I wouldn't say sour beer so much. Um, we we still do make some stuff that's that's destined for extended souring, but we're really focusing on like young mixed culture for okay. um, beer, you know. So, so less like an sour early and more of the
2: beer we just had. Exactly. Okay.
4: Yeah, and then as it ages, it picks up acidity. Yeah. You know, and we're we're not trying to go for like overly sour things as much anymore. Um, we certainly have those beers. We have some like. News from Nowhere, which is like a Flanders Red style thing, Empty Hats which is an Oudbrun kind of inspired beer, um, which were absolutely sour Um, and we still have those in in barrels but we're also trying to do stuff that is you know, acidity is is more balanced Mm -hmm. and yeah, in terms of like the quick sour versus this, these are two different programs, so almost everything that is quick sour or kettle soured is done you know, that's a tool that we use um, to get acidity and it's Done on the clean side, um, it's boiled. We brew it. We then we add fruit on the clean side, and then it's packaged on our canning line. Gotcha. Um, everything that's in the mixed culture side of things is in a separate warehouse. Fermented, funky, you know, mixed culture, and then aged in a barrel, packaged on a separate line, and everything mm. like that. Yeah. Um, we'd love to do cans of mixed culture stuff. It's really cool that you guys are doing cans of sour IPA. I love that. Uh, right now, it's just like seven fifties and three seventy fives and more point fives. You know, magnus. oh yeah. Go for it. And uh, so, yeah, just to be clear, that was the,
2: you know, my question was, do you ever incorporate Mm -hmm. the clean, boiled off sour beer? No, that's still separate. You you guys do that, but you're doing young mixed culture beer, which is not sour at that point. Maybe it'll never be sour. And then with the older one, which is
3: yielding good results. Well, maybe you could talk a little bit like Asteroid Cowboy. I don't know. I got it. So, wait, wait, hold on. I think actually
2: it's a good time for a break. Oh, okay, sure. So let's tease that out. That was a hilarious exchange. If you're if you're watching live. I hope you saw that. That was good. <laughs> Which you're
4: watching live. Is there a video? Is
3: there is there, a video. That's uh, it. oh my god! Oh wow! <laughs> you know, who, you know
1: who I should. Sorry, might
3: you look great. Pinky my nose or anything? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know who I think might be watching live? Jay is this guy uh, Pearl Carlson? Who? Uh, per. Per. Yeah. He he sent this in. He he emailed this. He, this is uh, Per with you. That's me. Yeah. And he uh, is that look, Copenhagen? You tell me.
2: I'm I'm definitely skinnier. Yeah, this and is younger. It looks Jay. like the uh, well, it was, no, it was actually a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Um, it looks like the hall that the Copenhagen beer celebrations. Uh-huh. In.
1: Well, I mean, look, you want to read his uh, comment? On par with yeah, <laughs> on par with working at Canteon for a week. Whoa! High taking praise. Take a selfie with
2: me. It's going to yeah. increase uh. my selfie taking for sure. <laughs> you got to do selfies. People love them. Oh, yeah. I love them too. If anyone, if someone wants to take a selfie with me, that's like. Wait, we're not on- First off, why? Yeah. Second- Are we on air? Yeah, now we're still on air. Are we still talking yeah. about
4: selfies? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Selfie hour. Um, um,
1: Jay is known for going up to people at Pure Fest and being like, hey, want to take a selfie with yeah. me? Hey, you want to take a selfie with yeah. me. Yeah. Selfie quota. Yeah. Uh, we haven't it. reached it yet.
2: Yeah. Um, Scott, I think what we should do yeah. right now is a teaser question. We also teased another beer. So you know how bad I am at remembering our teases. Uh, yes, I'd you're like terrible. I'd like you to find the question. Okay. You guys remember the beer- and I'll talk about Sour Beer Blog, this upcoming question. And all questions are brought to you by Dr. Lambic and his team at SourBeerBlog.com. Check out the articles on Sour Beer Blog for a great written resource devoted to teaching you how to brew and blend sour beer at home. And now, the Sour Beer Blog crew <laughs> you like and that, now. is opening up a new brewery. In fact, it's already open in Tap Room in central Pennsylvania. Check them out. Mink Brewing at
1: MellowMink.com. This question comes from me. I want to know it does. because you, you know we we mentioned that you guys uh, did the session and it was about a year ago yeah. exactly a year ago it was February of last year so I am wondering what the single biggest change is at Modern Times in between then and now one year what can what I just think about you Jay wow. and you know I'm, we're on the day of your first ever can release mm-hmm. big things can happen and you never know when so I want to know uh you know what's been going on at Modern Times in the last year
2: the great Scott thanks we'll buddy. tackle that and another beer. Right after the break, you're listening to the Sour Hour on the Brewing Network.
1: Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters.
2: In there, that no, was so close to Ronnie James. Yeah, no, I could, I could tell. <laughs> uh, you can <could> tell <laughs> very clearly. Oh, okay, you look different, Bebo I can see now. <laughs> Clark Kent in the building. We're back to sour Hour
1: Nowadays, it's cool to wear glasses. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Even like the the big weird, uh, you know, creeper guy '80s frames are. Yeah, those back are again. really cool. I hate those. They're better
4: they're I mean, back, but they're baby. cool right
1: now. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah,
4: I'm too old for them.
2: Back with modern times. Want to thank Ooh, Scratchy. Want to thank a couple of our great sponsors, Oregon Fruit. Oregon Fruit products, cure purees, easy to use and convenient to store. No additives or artificial flavors. It's simply great expression of the raw fruit. They love working with brewers to help us innovate. Check them out, Fruitforbrewing.com. Oregon Fruit. They bring fruit to life. Also, listen to the other BNJs. We already talked about it. <laughs> strong. You sound like Jean Van
1: trying to say uh, Brewing Network. No, wow. brewing The sour. <laughs>
2: uh, I shouldn't even. <laughs> I shouldn't even imitate him. Brew strong. Doctor Homebrew Brewing with style. Heads and tails. Shine runner and trace Vesas Hop and brew school and the. <laughs>
3: brewing what? Brew-
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's classic.
2: We love you, Jean. Uh, back with the guys from Modern time. so we grabbed another beer, and it's going to ah, be yeah. a great continuation. But also, Scott, while yeah. you're pouring that, oh, maybe do you want me to pour it? Because I'm going to ask you to do something else. Sure. To find the question. Go for it.
1: Oh, I remember we, it because I asked it.
2: That we teased. Can you just look it up on
1: you know? Gmail? <laughs> just look it up in the Gmail. <laughs> yeah. yeah let kidding. me search for it. Yeah, I was wondering what the um, the biggest change was uh, or addition or whatever in the year since you were last on the Brewing Network on the session.
4: The biggest change in the last year, I think, would be the opening of our, our tasting rooms and um, our L.A. and Portland breweries. But, you know, the most exciting change is our new fooders that we haven't filled yet. Whoa, are yeah, So whoa. excited about it. off the teas. Um, but uh, there's, there's not much that I can talk about with them yet, except for um, we plan to do some lagers first, then some mixed culture stuff as well. But they're fooder crafters, fooders, fruit, mm-hmm. 230s, 260s of heavy and medium toast. Nice. They just arrived. What, like yesterday? Right? It was last week. It was last oh, last week. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Very recently. That's wait. wait. So, was this? It was this Tuesday. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
1: I feel like it was just a yeah. couple days. No. Ago. Yeah. Pure yeah. week. <laughs> lasts, wow. purely like, week. Three yeah. weeks. It's it's <laughs> a very long week. I know more about his brewery than he does.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scott, what what would you like your title to be?
1: Public relations ninja.
2: You're in charge of PR. <laughs> yeah, me. I'm not. Not, not my what first choice. Okay. <laughs> So uh,
4: we, we do have another beer in front of us. This is Analog? Yeah, it's called Analog. So um, this beer was something that was um, very experimental, um, and there's a lot to talk about here, um, mainly the amphora. So this beer takes place in, in our amphora, which, if you don't know, and I didn't know, of course, uh, it's a clay vessel, like terracotta clay vessel, and we have two of these. So we have um, about four-barrel one and a seven, eight-barrel one and uh we got them from Italy they're really unique um and they're usually used for wine so we just said you know let's see what what happens with beer and which
2: th- what shape is this one cuz i know like that i've seen some rectangle things that are clay or like oval like egg concrete things what what shape is this
4: yeah so like the concretes usually tend to be rectangular or like an egg shape and i, I haven't seen too many four, but generally they're um in the shape of a, a vase you know like a vase shape okay. um kind of thing and there's usually two types so there's the italian one and then there's kind of the georgian um one so the italian ones are thicker walled um, it's clay inside and out. There's no liner on the inside, and they're and they're quite a bit thicker. They can stand on their own and be and sit in like in a winery or a brewery. The Georgian ones, not the state but the country, they are usually stored underground in the in the earth actually, mm-hmm. and um, they're thin walled, uh, wax lined, and those are just a, they're quite a bit different in terms of like what you're trying to get out of the wine from that. So in this one, we're actually um, the beer the entire time is touching the the clay vessel. And for us, it was, like, a really interesting experiment. Um, One of the most experimental things we've done, and we've done quite a few things, is just, like, put four barrels of beer into a clay vessel. You're like, you have no clue what's going to happen. And we've heard really bad things about concrete eggs and and stuff like that where people just get, like, weird minerality and the pH rises in a a very weird way. So we were really nervous about it. The first beer we did, we put it in there and uh, we were tasting it. We're like, okay, this is, um, we called it blood saison. (laughs) Because <laughs> it just tasted like it was it had you know like heme in it, it had like iron hmm. you know f- like like flavors in it, and it was it was minerally it was a it was kind of metallic. it tasted weird. We actually pulled that one out of clay, put it into stainless, and every day it was just getting better and better. and we're like, okay, 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 this might be worth something. so I, I swear I was I wanted to dump it and Jacob the owner was like, no, let's or, you know he he knows he's very involved in the beer and he's like trying everything. He's like, Let's keep it for a while, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? And um, we kept it in that in that stainless for a while. And as it got better, eventually, like about a week and a half later, like probably the the minerality actually dropped out mm-hmm. of the beer, and it just tasted awesome. So that was Prometheus effect. That was the first one. So we actually blended that with barrel aged saison. So barrel aged and non barrel aged again, and a portion of that was aged in the amphora, and it just came out really really cool. This great minerality. Um, awesome acidity. You get a, a ton of Brett Funk from that um, from the gas exchange that's happening in that Amphora. And this is a continuation of that. Um, this is called Analog. It was first Saison that was fermented and stainless and then blended with Riesling Must. Um, we blended, blended Riesling Must from uh, just north of us, uh, north of LA, uh, from Lo-Fi wines. I don't know if you've ever had anything from Lo-Fi, but they make great, funky, natural wines. Not all funky, but... Um, great natural wines. They sent down must and they also sent down um, pumice, um, the Riesling pumice. So that's like the skins and the stems and everything like that. So we kind of did like a whole cluster con- um, rest on the on the beer and, and the must and the skins, left it on the, on the fermentation in stainless, and then we racked it over to the Amphora. After it was sat there for, I think, two months, we pulled it out, packaged it and bottle conditioned it for about seven months, mm-hmm. which is something that has become really important for us the bottle conditioning phase. We find that things are about eighty percent there, and then we bottle condition them, and they get to like where we're happy with. Yeah. So Celestial City was a, a big example of that, where it took like a, a number of months before we were happy with it. And the bottle conditioning is just like the carbonation, but also just like the maturation of the micro blend that we're using or the bug blend that we're using. So this one um, was like almost fifty percent Riesling must, and then wow. um, aged amphora. Yeah. Is the clay permeable? It's, like, semi-permeable. It's, like, gas permeable, you know? So it's, like... You're not, like... It's not, like, seeping out. Yeah, oh, well, of course yeah. not. Yeah, yeah.
1: But but there is there is some in input of, of some gases.
4: Absolutely. And the wax ones are thinner, but I think they're less permeable.
1: Sure. Yeah, so. Just that extra layer yeah. of... Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. What do you think about
4: this flavor, Scott?
1: Well... You know, when I first tasted it, if you'll pardon the turn of the phrase, the the trademark phrase, it um, struck me as goozy for a second. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, interesting. But then as you describe it, it makes perfect sense. That minerality that was once there, that's still there, but it's so pleasant. You know, it just it has left behind a lot of complexity. It doesn't have that goose bite. I always say charcoal. I don't know. Diesel. But, yeah, diesel. Oh, diesel. Yeah. But it does. I mean, it just has a, a lot of beautiful complexity and a lot of stuff that is not really replicable outside of these types of interesting, complex processes. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just complex and wonderful.
2: Yeah. This beer is super cool. If I just would have had it on its own, and in fact, I did while we were talking about some other nonsense that you were asking about, Scott. <laughs> Call <Cold>. uh, <laughs> it. I was like, you know, always my first reaction is just like, you know, good or bad, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real good. I like this. And then I tried to dive in a little deeper Like, definitely get the minerality. Yep. It's very fruity. I wouldn't peg it for that high of a concentration of wine character, Mm -hmm. but I think it's just because it's so well integrated. And then, as I, you know, as you were talking, Andrea is like learning more and more about this beer. It's just like, wow, everything you're saying. And, you know, we, we, you know, we talk to plenty of brewers and they're telling us the process. And of course, there's always going to be a factor of power of suggestion, right? But usually I just like, you know, I taste what I taste kind of, but. Your description really like unlocked a lot of yes. the nuances that yeah, I was exactly. trying and I should just also say as a side note, you're one of the best prepared guests we've ever yes. had on the Sour Hour. Say the same thing.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's really like king too. My... Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well you're doing great. Yes. Also we have more beer here, so yes, that uh, that helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a wonderful beer. I would love to have that like in my cellar and have like, you know, Well, four or six bottles and open them over the course of, you know, every six months or something like that. I think that'd be really fun. Can I I
1: ask one one quick clarifying question? You said you you pulled it directly out of the, what was it called? Emphora. Emphora. Did the bottle conditioning take care? Because I thought you said it was kind of too irony straight out of the vessel.
4: That was actually, so that's a good, that's a really great question. So that's actually um, the first one we did, which was a different beer, when we put that straight beer in there Um, we found that it was too irony
1: so not everything that's coming out of there is that way
4: not everything is coming out that way but we're finding that some are and some aren't Hmm. and depending on the acidity and like the and and Uh, different things it it, it changes what you're pulling from the amphora it's like
1: the acid interacting with the clay somehow yeah
4: like it's definitely that um we've been messing around with a few things to like kind of uh also, when we have when we have wine must in there, we we see a lot less of that. Interesting that minerality. I mean, we still get minerality, but less of, of the uh, the iron character, hmm. which is like you know good and bad. You want to balance. I mean, actually, the thing about this beer that I think like what led us in the right direction actually was I was with Jeremy. Um, we were brewing a little little beer with Jeremy from uh, the brewery. Jesus, sour Jesus, <laughs> sour Jesus not the beer Jesus that wasn't a blasphemer beer Jesus that's different he's just like, like he's the blasphemer okay i thought something happened He's like jesus. jesus we're down yeah, it's now
3: an explicit episode
4: yeah so, so i was with jeremy and we were trying fuck yeah, it is <laughs> we went to um, to a really cool wine store in san diego called Vina Carta. we were hanging out there And i gotta mention two other wine stores <laughs> well,
3: they're not <laughs> an account, we don't sell they're oh, yeah, yeah, but they are not yeah they, yeah. The no, they the don't sell that beer <laughs>
4: Anyway, so uh, – <laughs> damn it. i am thinking about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I was hanging out with him, and we had this really cool natural wine that was aged in, um, in Amphora um, similarly, and it was it was minerally, and I didn't really get it. I didn't get why that was a pleasant thing. Like, but the body on that, it was completely dry, but the body was rich. It was like this had this great mouthfeel, and then I, I it understood that this can, we can make a completely dry beer, mm. um, an acidic beer. But that minerality will balance it and make it something different. And this is such a cool beer. And we're doing another version of this, but we did it – I don't know how familiar you guys are with um, some of the natural wine techniques, but that's where we've been kind of like searching for new processes and stuff. So the new version of, of Analog, or at least one of the batches we'll release is kind of the orange wine version so we did the same riesling it's so oh, hot right now yeah it's so hot but the skin <laughs> contact which is a great term like yeah. we need more terms like that in beer but we have like skin. <laughs> very very, sexy, that, that, that very, got sexy, very attention. sexy she's shaking her head vociferously Oh, she, no she's not a skin for contact <laughs> skin contact is uh, i look for skin ta- contact regularly you know and it's like <laughs> this anywhere i was really taking a turn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um Pretty and sure you, we you'll, all just do. you'll just see it. Like, you'll see it, like we'll say uh, skin contact whites, you know. And uh, is uh, I look for skin ta- contact regularly. No, nah, I just see. Uh, did see? I bevo. No, you, see, I, I, I you, you have your uh, you have your promo. Yeah, there's a- <laughs> real quick bevo. Earlier
2: was like, what, what what did I say? I was like. No, you. I, I was like, oh, you've been here. I've been but around. I, I was like, oh, you've been around. Like, <laughs> meaning the listeners haven't heard her on the show, but she's been around. And then she took that as like, oh, mm. Bevo's been around. Like well, The just, block
4: for drill. Just like Bevo, uh, contact whites have been around for a long time. <laughs> and uh, especially in Georgia, where um, where they use Clerva, which is uh, kind of a clay vessel that's that's similar to where I for us. But aged in the ground. Sorry, just trying to keep you guys on track. Thank you very much. (laughs) And um, what we do The
1: internet is forever.
4: (laughs) I look for skin contact regularly. Oh my God. The, like, show's, the show's done. They, they got what the they The thing do. is, yeah. <laughs> no yeah, one's gonna good. know. I mean, you guys you see what you're doing here. You just have this this clip, and uh, and you just play. Like I'm saying it. Oh, we and definitely, over we definitely over.
3: see what we're doing. Yeah, they, they can edit like your intro at the beginning, and then just
4: like cut yes, to that. Yes, yeah. so, so true. Definitely put it in. So go, go on. Um, we can we can edit that out too. Point is, they have some orange wines, which orange wines are are white. <laughs> whites that are aged on their skins. So usually you don't do that, right? When you're making a white wine. Like a California Chardonnay is... Um, and this is a good segue to the next beer, if you want to... Oh, know. yeah. What is it? we, gotta do, uh, we got torfig, to have the show break, it, it, we do Perfect
1: fragments. Can no. we do... One more? No. no one
4: okay. more. Just one more. Pop I, it I, in. No. No.
1: Please, okay. well, let me
4: Let me finish this uh, conversation. So, um, yes, please. And then oh, we'll we do to yeah. the okay. show
0: break. And then show break. Yeah. You're in charge.
4: So usually... Okay, usually um, in whites they just like won't use the skins, you know, or whatever, press it off. Um, but in some Georgian orange wines, they'll uh, they'll leave the skins in the. State, curva. not country. No, country, not state. I'm sure they do it in the state now that uh, as Georgia now that creature Conference yeah, is there. They have a lot but, of
2: orange wine. At, uh, um, that's why I asked. I, that was actually a legit question. Like, there's a lot of orange wine in Georgia. Is there?
4: State of Georgia. Yeah. That's just because Blake's ordering it all. Yeah. <laughs> um So uh, anyway, so. Uh, Sorry, we did we did another batch. This is ridiculous. No one even is going to be able to follow even what I'm talking yeah, about. Is this it, I'll bring it too. up in post. Don't
2: worry, you're keeping it on the tracks.
4: Um, so uh, we'll keep we keep the the riesling must and the Pomace, which is the whole cluster, the skins and the stems, on the beer for about three or four months that we did for this new. Um, new batch of analog, which I'm really excited about. So it's a little bit different color, um, funky kind of apricot aromas, and um, it's just a really fun, it's one of the most experimental, but fun things that we've done that has created something that I've never had before in beer. That's great. And I'm now want to prove that
2: I was listening to what you're saying by things I wanted to say. So Scott, <laughs> first off, great question about you know the batch one versus batch two, mm-hmm. and now we're on a batch three. It's a little up and down. We're talking about pH levels of extraction, I think. You know, sometimes alcohol and bitterness can somehow play into like vessel flavor extraction, which is like a whole other topic we can get into. But this seems so similar to, uh, you know, you guys talked about the, the new fooders and it's like, okay, it's like a mix of oaks and you start with a lager. I assume that's, you know, probably a little shorter contact time. You extract a lot more, get it out of there. Then you put like a medium term beer in, get that same kind of extraction. Then you put a long term beer in. And it's like you phase it in, it's just so interesting that like clay is the same way, and also great point about when you ferment something to dryness, minerality can be a great balancer. you know it's almost like when people got tired of too much sweetness and i p a s when did that happen? <laughs> well, now it's back. sorry, it's like uh you know dry wet like early. West Coast, maybe you can call them East Coast IPAs, like a little more sweetness. West Coast dries it out, very bitter. And then I think that spurred on the low bitterness revolution. And then once there's low bitterness, it's like, okay, let's get some sweeter stuff into there. But this, this whole progression of like, I think especially brewers want something that's dry, but something else to balance it out. Like it doesn't have to be sweetness, it's got, and it shouldn't be almost. It's some manipulation of the ingredients or in this case, the vessel that really replaces that, which is like a super cool
4: avenue to go down. Absolutely, I think that's a really great point, and especially it's when, actually a great point. It's a, actually <laughs> just make a good that, point. Play that back. For, um, <laughs> yeah, play but, that one back. No, it's 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 very, and it's like what makes incredible beers. You know, like it's like when you have a dry saison, but it has this nice balanced acidity. Maybe it's water profile. When yeah. We brew yeah. um, a, a pilsner in 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 portland that water or or the bay area you guys have great water here too but you can have a really incredible dry beer incredibly dry beer but have that kind of balanced sweetness from the water almost but it's like if it's sharp and dry it can be a little off-putting in stouts too it's the same way so we do a lot of stouts that have been finishing higher and higher to get kind of rich fudgy character from them the roast bitterness plays against that and it's important to have that, to have like a balance there. Yeah. And That's you, like truly what balance is. Right. If you're finishing at like three Play
2: Doh and you have a lot of roast, a lot of coffee, you know, that dark yeah. malt thing, you can do as much water. Maybe like, oh, you can just water as much as you want or put it in a, in the, in up You know, doesn't, it's not going to matter. You got to finish high with sweetness. You got to, you know, pull up and down on the levers and kind of hit that sweet spot and make a great beer. And I think vessel is a really cool topic when it comes to especially mixed culture beer yeah absolutely Let's let's take a show break scott i I, I know you don't want to
1: i don't i don't i I need to ask one last thing about this beer before we take a show break forgive me i I just forgive me please
2: please i also have some more reads to do
1: okay we'll do that and then
2: i'll ask transition nishamney creek brewing three-time philly beer scene magazine brewer of the year two-time jbf vienna style lager Medal winner Two times smoke lager medal winner, once predicted by me. Renovated <laughs> tasting room with a variety of beer styles. Hoppy double IPAs, sessionable poundable loggers, oak fermented saisons, and sour beers, free brewery tours on Saturdays. New, not so new, second location opening many years ago, Neshamie Creek Brewing. I look for skin ta-
4: contact regularly yeah, Andrew
1: please please <laughs> we know okay I wanted to ask this question about the grapes because you you know you, you got all that other stuff mixed in there you know the stems and the seeds was it stress stems
2: no stems no sticks no seeds um whole cluster um, no one I know we got it okay no, okay moving on. <laughs>
1: Snoop Dogg. Yeah, we get it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so Cal. Wow.
4: Um, Tough. Uh, so yeah, it was. It's everything.
1: So the question is, did you? You didn't split anything off and try with just the grapes. You, like the whole batch was treated with
4: the whole mix, right? Yeah. Uh, the difference is that with this batch that we have here, it was only on there for during fermentation, so it was like five days. Or okay. Something. Short time. Um, but the new batch that we have, a version of that is on is extended skin contact which is even better than skin contact. And then, well, uh, that. <laughs> and then the other half of it is, um, is no skin contact.
1: How does this notion strike you guys? You know, okay, I have my barrel program. We need a show
0: breaks, Scott.
1: Stick with me. Forgive me. It, when, by, by the time I'm done cut, cutting it all up in post, so we're going to be right on time, okay? Well,
0: that's not but, uh, the
4: issue. Yeah, yeah. How important are show, show breaks for sour beer?
1: They're important Very for Jake's schedule when he has a big can release. Maybe we'll, you know what? We'll tease it. We'll tease it because that's, that's all I'm asking I, for. I, I, I'm going to ask a question that, <laughs> that you might be able to apply to your whole barrel program when it comes to how you add fruit. to Boom! Boom. Oh, that was wonderful. Wrap it up.
4: All right. Thank
1: Thanks, oh, Scott. Wait, one more thing. No.
4: <laughs> What's the <pilot>? thanks? Clip <laughs> <laughs> that out I too. Back
1: about what, thanks to the, Scott for being a good guest. For
2: thanks it. to Bevo. Thanks to Modern Times for being here. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Thanks fine, to all fine, of our right? sponsors.
4: <laughs> Are
2: you on? Yeah, we're yeah, on. We're on dude. <laughs> Thanks to all the listeners. Until next time, stay sour.
4: I look for skin contact regularly.